Welcome to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And as we all know, parenting is not easy. It's hard, it's stressful, and at times it can be really, really frustrated. I'm constantly, I feel like I'm constantly losing it on my kids. And then it's this vicious cycle because then I feel guilty for losing it on them. I don't. And then, then I become an emotional wreck. That was Sandra. Oh, sorry. Right, Sandra, you don't feel guilty? I don't feel regulated. No way. Look at you. In what sense? <laughs> oh, well, we're, I'm sure we'll hear more about well, it. Well, okay, so like, I don't know. You yeah. don't feel, I feel, okay, so I lose it on my kids because they're frustrated. I'm frustrated. Mm-hmm. Then I feel bad because then like, I don't know, someone cries and I'm like, oh my God, what did I do? I'm the worst mother in the world. Yeah. You know, I become, then I become an emotional wreck. Yeah. My husband comes home and he's like, what just happened? I'm like, yeah. leave me alone. And then it starts all over again. Right? And then you get over it when they hit eight to 10 years old. Oh, was that? Okay. So. And then I just sit upstairs flipping through magazines. <laughs> and my, my eight-year-old's like, mom, you don't care about us. He's fighting me. And then the other one's like, he's fighting me. And I'm like, okay, you guys are fighting each other. Then there's nothing I can do. It's equal. I can't help you. Yeah. The fighting stuff, I don't, I'm, I do the same thing. I'm like, oh, I'll just deal. Deal. No, deal. These are big people, my children. They were <laughs> big people. They're bigger than you. <laughs> Sandra. <laughs> <laughs> that right there, ladies and gentlemen, that is my co-host, the beautiful, lovely uh, Sandra Cruci. She's also executive producer of the show, host of Inside Jokes. She's a funny lady. Coming up. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to have some good have some laughs f- with yes. her. So, okay. But so I'm not the only one. Thank you. Thank yes. you for oh. making me under- like know that I'm, I'm not the only one and that other people um, go through this as well. So you know what? This falls under, if if I'm not mistaken, emotional regulation. And lucky for us, yes. we have the amazing mama, parenting expert, author. She's family counselor. She's a speaker. I'm talking about Miss Allison Schaefer. She's also a friend of the show. Hello, Allison. How are you? Oh, I'm yeah. so happy to be back with you ladies on I this know. hot topic. This Love hot you. topic. The we, regulator. Yeah. Yes. yeah okay. Yeah. But like, we love having you here. Yes. We go home and we're like, oh, yes. And we brag to our mommy friends. Allison Schaefer is in here. The rock kind. star of mommy, mommy life. Yeah, and then we, we, I usually tend to give advice to people and be like, oh, well, you know what you need to do in that situation. (laughs) I do that too. I sound sound like a pro and I'm like, these are Allison Schaefer tips. No, you know what? It's much easier to give advice than to live by it. Can I tell you? I'm the first one to admit this. You know, I just, I share that stuff. Notice you haven't interviewed my children. (laughs) I think we're getting the Oprah syndrome because she she came to a point with so many uh, experts that she thought she was an expert and she would be quoting yeah. Maya Angelou and oh. stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm quoting uh, Alison, Alison Schaefer. <laughs> okay, and I'm quoting Dr. Stuart Shanker, who is actually a wonderful uh, Toronto-based doctor who uh, has made a great contribution in the area of self-regulation. Okay, so and and it's it, this is a huge topic right now, right across the board, all ages. Uh, it's a bit of a buzzword, but it's also like super, super important to consider ourselves whether we're regulated or dysregulated. And if we're dysregulated, how do we get back to being regulated? And I'm, it's not just a kid thing. It's anyone who gets road rage. It's anyone who flies yes. off the handle because they're frustrated at their kid. It's anyone that has a meltdown. So um, before we get into it, 
let's explain what this means because I don't even know 100% yet and I can tell you I'm dysregulated. <laughs> okay. I don't even know, but I think I'm one of those people. All right, I'm just, this is from Wikipedia. It's so concise, it's better than anything I could say. Self-regulation is the ability to monitor and control our own behavior, emotions, and thoughts, altering them in accordance to the demands of the situation and including the ability to inhibit, first response, resist interference from irrelevant stimulation and persist on relevant tasks when we don't enjoy them, like doing our taxes. Or homework. Hmm. Yes, homework. I was going to say the kids <laughs> at the homework. Mm. Yeah. So that is, and it's different than self-control. And I think that's a big takeaway. That whole idea of just control yourself, just get yourself under control, makes it sound like it's willpower. It makes it sound like if you just tried harder, you would. And it's not. It's a skill. It's more complicated. And it's something we have to help our kids develop. You don't really have this control over it. Unless, not, unless you learn this skill. It's a skill set. It's okay. yeah, yeah. It's not it's not a moral character flaw. It's something that from the time you're a baby to the time you hit the grave, we need to learn how to manage ourselves in life and your skills improve as you practice them. So we can't just think that if you just want it more, you're gonna get it. So me screaming at the kids, just deal with it. Yeah. yeah. It's not yeah. a Pull deal. it together. Pull it together. Grandma's not, coming over. Wipe those tears. <laughs> but boys don't cry. Oh my god. That, none of that helps. None of that is helpful. Okay, so this is what we're going to talk about. I'm I'm excited because this is a serious thing in my home. Mm-hmm. I feel that the kids are constantly like crying and losing it over. I'm like, what seems to me to be nothing. And, you know, I'm like, yeah. I don't get it. And then I'm trying to explain to them, but then they're still frustrated trying to explain to me. And then I'm like, ah, then I start screaming and it's just a... And if you see it through the lens that they are misbehaving and that it's personal, then then of course that's why you're going to get more dysregulated because the story you're telling yourself is, is I don't know, this is controllable and you're just choosing not to and I yeah. take it personally. And if we tell ourselves that story, then we're going to get triggered and we're going to be reactive and now we're dysregulated. So it becomes a system of dysregulation. So by that same pattern, if we regulate ourselves, then what we do is we co-regulate with our kids and oh, we okay. help get them calm and we teach them ways so that they can self-soothe down the road when they're, you know, adults and teenagers and off in the world. But we're as human beings, we're meant to co-regulate. We have all kinds of chemistry and hormones going on just because we're close to each other. Just like a woman being next to a man, he starts to create more testosterone. Yeah. Women in a dorm will start having their menstrual cycles at the same time. Like yawning is contagious. We are all impacting each other the same at all times. Our, yeah, our, bio, our biologies are interacting all the time. There's these incredible connections between us. And so we need to... Teach, show how we can calm, teach our kids to calm themselves. Okay. Well, we're going to talk about that. We're going to get into it. We're going to find out um, some tips to help us and how we can implement these these tips with our, with our kids and with each other, um, our spouses, right? We're going to do it all. So don't go anywhere because you're listening to The Parenting Show right here <coughs> on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Back to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back. You're listening to the Parenting Show with me, your host, Pina Crispo, chicmama.ca. We're joined in studio with the, the lovely and super amazing Allison Schaefer and Miss. Oh, I thought Sandra. you were talking about me. <laughs> My head is actually the, so big it doesn't fit in the door to the uh, studio anymore. You guys are way too complimentary, but I'll, t- I'll, I'll, it's always fantastical. Nice to be- 
Fanta- I give you fantastical, Sandra. Thank you. I'll take it. Miss Sandra Carusi. She's our co-host and executive producer. Okay, so um, now we learned a little bit about what this whole emotional regulation is. Um, but I'm just trying to think. So, Allison, at what age does this really start? Is it something that can start with kids that are like two, like the minute that they start communicating? Is it something that is later comes later on? So I'm going to argue this starts in the womb. You know, we have an umbilical cord and oh. you got a baby floating around inside the womb. And, and you'll notice that if you change what, you're, what you eat, if you change how you're sitting, suddenly your baby will be active or your baby will settle. And it's responding and interacting with you. It's, it's more aroused or it's less aroused. And it's responding to that biology. And then when you actually give birth and they cut that umbilical cord, there's another connection that happens but, but amongst social creatures, human beings. And that's called the interbrain, right? That's the, you and I are still responding. So when a baby cries, the mother's milk will let down. I mean, we have this incredible reciprocity. It it is crazy. And it's meant to keep us bonded and it's meant to keep us close. So anyone who's had a little baby and you have probably, you know, bought the Harvey Karp happiest baby on the block. Oh, yes. Everyone I know Women will just say like, he saved my life. He saved my life. I love this man. And he talks about the five S's of how to soothe your Mm. upset baby. That's co-regulation, right? They'll say, you have to kind of replicate what happens in the womb. So you need to, to sway with them, at, you know, at a pretty swift pace. And then we make the sounds that replicate the womb sound. We do like the shh, 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 shh. And you put them on their side, right? Yeah. And suck. We have a sucking reflex that makes us self-soothe. When we, so whether they're sucking your arm or sucking a nipple or sucking a pacifier or whatever, when they suck, that helps them soothe. And that's helping them. We're co-regulating them. Okay. And what I would argue is, that you can't put a pacifier in a 10-year-old's mouth and you can't no, hold your you teenager on their side. But when their boyfriend just broke up with them and it's the worst <laughs> thing ever, I'm, you, you can't That's just so say, funny. go control yourself. You need to co-regulate with them. Yeah. And so that might be just rubbing their back. You know, I'm here with you. I'm here with you. I sit in your pain. I sit in your pain. Um, so we never stop co-regulating. Anyone that's come home and expects their spouse to like want to hear about their bad day, like soothe me. You're my partner. Soothe me. That's what we're supposed to do. It's an ongoing thing. It's mm-hmm. completely ongoing. Now, of course, the idea is, as an infant, you don't have very many skills, but and, and we do rely on one another, and we do co-regulate each other throughout our life, but we need to be able to develop the skills in order to self-soothe. I mean, and we kind of get that intuitively, but I, I think if we take it away from, from, from a childhood perspective and saying, this isn't a kid who's misbehaving and trying to upset me, this is a child who has moved through an arousal curve. And, and so it's like the stress response, that there's stresses in my environment through these different domains, and they create arousal in me. And a little bit of arousal is a good thing, because it keeps you awake, yeah, and it keeps totally. you alert, and it helps with performance, and makes you sharp and witty when you're on stage mm-hmm. doing your comedy, yeah. you know, like you want you, you want a little bit of arousal. But when we start to peak and we become over-aroused, then what happens is the body switches into a, a mode which is meant to be protective. And we get into that fight, flee, freeze type mentality yeah. mm-hmm. that says, I am now overloaded and I can't use my higher executive functioning because it's like boggy and slow. So we go into this reactive, protective kind of a mode and our performance actually deteriorates and we can become incredibly overwhelmed. Um, and so thinking about it as an arousal curve is a whole new way of, of seeing it. Not kids misbehaving, but kids that are over aroused. Um, mm. And so... 
We have to think about what are stressors in our kids' world. And one of the, I just, I loved this book. It was called Why Zebras Don't Get Ulcers. Because in the real world, you get stressed because you're a zebra and along is coming a leopard. And so you bolt because you're, yeah, totally. you're in flea mode. Yeah. But when the leopard's gone, you go, oh, leopard's gone. I'm going to go back. So so your heart rate comes down, your digestion starts. And you're yeah. chill and you relax. But what happens with humans is we load and load and load and we never, and we lose, never go and back we, down. Yeah. And that's why all of modern mm. illnesses are based on inflammation, hyper-stress, long-term exposure to stress systems. So kids' lives are very stressful, and we have to start recognizing what's, and that's so where true. are these stresses in our lives, and why aren't we getting off the stress? You know what? That comes up a lot in, in our Did shows. Did you notice? I was just right? going to say that Stress in kids, Holy because cow. so many people think, oh my gosh, you're five, you're six, you're eight. What stress do you have? But it's real, I and think they every- do suffer. And we need to do something about it now. Every every expert we've had in here has said about anxiety and stress with children. This is a problem, folks. We're the yeah. parents. We got to help these kids. Yeah, and it's and there's a lot of there's some stresses that I think some of our listeners would just absolutely recognize right away. You know, um, they're just immediate, like oh, you know, the teacher doesn't like them at school, or they don't. They're being bullied. They don't have or friends. friends. There's school, very, yeah. you know very identifiable things, but there's so many invisible stressors. Mm-hmm. So I really want to break it down into where to look for some of these quieter, hidden yeah, stresses. Awesome, because okay. we are going to get into that right after a quick break. So stick around because we've got more with Miss Alice. And Schaefer, right here on the Parenting Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You're listening to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. We are talking about emotional regulation on the show today with co-host Sandra Carusi, as well as parenting expert, family counselor, author, speaker, mom. Overall, my highest credential. Amazing, yeah. Uh, <laughs> my highest overall, credential. <laughs> amazing mama, Miss Allison Schaefer. So Allison, before the break, you were talking about stresses and yeah. how these stresses impact the lives of not only us parents, but specifically our kids, right? And how it's a huge uh, part in this whole like emotional regulation and self-regulation and like co-regulating all this stuff. So you were saying that there's some hidden stressors that we should be on the lookout for. Right. right. And what I would invite every parent to do is to get very curious and to start thinking about themselves like um, about a, um, like a Sherlock Holmes of their kids. Okay. Um, because this is different for every child. So for example... We like public speaking. We wouldn't be doing radio and and talks and stand-up comedy. But actually, public speaking is one of the number one fears of most human beings, right? So you can't say, you know, for for one person, it might be um, the greatest disappointment that they didn't get the lead role in the play at school. And that could be like their big stressor of disappointment. And for another kid, it might be that they actually got cast as the chorus and they're like, ah, you know. So it's not prescriptive. It's about you knowing your child and getting curious about what stresses them and what de-stresses them and it is unique so but I want to give you a bit of a formula for the areas that you want to look into and again I have to give credit to Dr. Stuart Shanker and his book Self-Regulation I'm sharing information that I've learned that was just so super helpful so this is not my own Um, so people 
Moms this, and dads, get the pen and paper. Yeah, hop mm-hmm. on to hop on to Amazon. Support this uh, great book, Doctor Stuart Schenker, uh, self reg. It's called, and so he he identifies these five domains. It's very helpful. So it's we, there can be stress in your social life. There can be stress in your emotional life, your biological life. Uh, the pro-social, which is an interesting word we'll talk about, and cognitive. So there's these five spheres. And if you think about it, then you're kind of trying to take a temperature read in these five areas of yourself or your children to say, how are they doing in these areas? Mm-hmm. Um, so it, let's start with biological, because I think parents understand that the best. It's obviously stressful if you are freezing cold or super hot. It, it's like, it, it is a stress on the body, Yeah. right? If you're hungry, I mean, I mean, we all recognize this, right? They'll say, you know, you should always have a little emergency snack in your in your purse because if you're at the mall and Got the it. kids start, you start getting the hangries, right? Oh, you know, yeah, you want to yeah, be able yeah. to whip out the granola bar or whatever. Um, that's going to impact our uh, mood and our ability to function and our behavior. Uh, likewise, um, with sleep, and uh, no, we, I think we've talked about sleep on this show before. I mean, yes. we are we are a chronically oh, underslept society and kids are spe- are just even more susceptible. They're like the canaries in the coal mine, right? They're going to be the first ones yeah. that are going to give us indicators that they're not managing because they don't have that same resiliency and robustness that an adult does. So a kid is really going to fall apart when they are, are tired. Oh, God, I see it every day. But here's some. <laughs> so those are the ones that I think every parent would say like, yeah, I got it, got it, I'm all over it. But hold on, it's more. It's more. So, for example, there are some kids who are incredibly sensitive to these this color light that's in the studio right now. And that you will, thought that, right? I and, know. And, the light? And, and so we have found that by changing harsh lights to warmer lights, that it helps kids feel calmer. Wow. It's like that whole hygge, hygge, hygge. Do you know this movement? The, the, um, the Danish art of living well, this... H-Y-G-G-E. There's no. people there that are like laughing at my pronunciation that this is their first language. Hygge. Anyways, it's 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 a it's it's they're the happiest country in the world. And when you look at how they live, the, a lot of the stuff is w- candles, warm lights, small spaces, all these things in their environment really? that literally do happy. calm you. I mean, it's just it's a lot of it is science. And the same, a lot of parents will understand this too. Did you ever have a kid that just couldn't handle the feeling of socks or they wouldn't yes. wear right? Oh, gosh. These yes. sensory kids, right? Where they're kind of like, my no, son. my, my I don't want to wear sweatpants. I he can feel that. Oh. He can't wear a winter coat, my son, because of the sound of the winter coats. You know, the, the ski. Yeah, the, that, that. Yeah. The sound? I have to get him, yeah. This is an example of yeah. a stressor for him that wouldn't be a stressor for another child, but it's adding to his overall load. And so the thing that's interesting is when you have stressors in these different domains, they're not additive. They're multiplicative. Right? Okay. So it compounds the stresses. So all day he's walking to school, but that he's carrying that stress with him, which might right. not even be on anybody's radar. So sensory Sandra, issues. Go lights. buy your kid a new jacket. <laughs> oh, no. he's No, I've had him in a. In You're a, stressing in, him out. No, I don't put him in anything. No, it's just got a, a satin smoking kid. jacket now. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get him a pea, a pea coat. Oh, like, perfect. You know, a nice yeah. Peacoat, yeah. Yeah. So, but you're aware. This is what yeah. I mean. She's figured it out. She's yeah. listened. She's been receptive. She's not saying, you're just a brat. Wear your jacket I paid wow, for. Wow, this like, is we stuff have... I never even thought of. The lights, the like little things, yeah. like yeah. fabric. And I got to tell you, the crap in our food. I, I mean, I. it's yeah. not just. There yeah. is so many toxins. We spoke about that last week on the show. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a, that's a load. If your stomach and your liver has to be processing all this stuff, that's a biological stressor load. It's quiet. It's invisible. But it's eating up some of that bandwidth. And it's everywhere now. It, you know, the food of today at the supermarket is not at all like turn of the century from the farm.
Yeah, it's true. And there's more that we're going to get into. Uh, We're going to take a quick break and and learn more about these uh, other hidden stresses that Allison's telling us about. You're listening to us on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. This is The Parenting Show. to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back. This is The Parenting Show and you're listening to us on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca and we are talking about our kids and we're talking about what we can do to help them because we are learning about emotional regulation. And so we've got Allison Schaefer joining us in studio today alongside Sandra Carusi, uh, our amazing co-host. So Allison, we were talking about a little uh, we were talking a little bit about some of uh, these hidden stresses and you got into the biological stuff. Yeah. What about say emotional? Right. So with emotions, for some kids, it's just going to be temperament. There really is. You really are born with that kid that's, you yeah. know, sees it's a rainy day and half of them are saying, great, I get to go splash in the puddles. And the other, and the other ones, oh, it. it's a rainy day. And there's a certain amount that's genetically sort of determined. But some kids have very big emotions, you know, like when they find out that Bambi's mother dies, they're just like, they're oh, done yeah, for a totally. week, you know. Um, and they're these big hearted, big feeling kids, but they can get entangled so that they can confuse, for example, excitement can often just feel like a anxiety and they get those things confused. Um, And so they really don't know what to do with these big emotions, how to live with these and and how to express appropriately these emotions. Um, And and that can be kind of a fearful thing for kids. So that's going to that's going to make them dysregulated. I don't know where these big emotions are coming from. And it'll impact these there. It'll then spill into their behavior. Um, So emotions is a big one. Learning or learning for kids to name, label, manage their emotions in a way that allows them to get on in life, sit still on the classroom stay connected to friends yeah that's without a it disrupting one. yeah and the same with cognitive like cognitive is all this stuff like your memory attention we were talking about the adhd thing at the break mm-hmm. um can you focus can you concentrate um can you keep your your mind on something um i'm a big meditator and people say oh i can't meditate you know i try to sit still and my thought goes here and my thought mm-hmm. goes there well yeah that's all what meditation is about is trying yeah. to, to train you <laughs> to 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 focus in manage. zoom in on something. by the way yeah. i laugh my, i laugh my head off when because i meditate too when people say oh i can't meditate I try. No, that's the point. Everybody, exactly. That's the whole point. No, yes. None of us could focus. That's the whole point. Why you meditate. And, and so I'm going to hang on that point there because, again, this is a major takeaway I want parents to understand. If you think you've got a dysregulated kid or you've got a child who has challenges in these areas, rather than giving full accommodation... Right? This is where the growing edge is to work. Don't say, well, they can't manage because they have a brain deficit. Say, no, they're they're earlier on the learning curve. we we got to slow down to where they're at, but then challenge them so that they grow. Slowly, slowly. Because we have, you know, we have this wonderful thing called neuroplasticity. And that's what, that's exactly what meditation meditation does. Is it's like doing um, push-ups for your brain. Mm -hmm. If you don't do the push-ups, you're not going to build the focus. You're not going to build the concentration. So when we just blanket say oh my kid has ADHD he can't do that then then he never goes to me- mental gym class so he's never going to get any better so it's fine yes. to say we need to make an accommodation but you don't get the whole cow or you're never going to improve do, do, do you see what yes, I'm saying totally yeah. totally it just means we need to slow down and meet them where they're at you know but it's a skill to be developed to whatever level they can 
manage it. But you don't work it, you're not going to get it. Um, the next one is social. And we see this a lot with kids. Again, you know, we're, oh, yeah. we need, our, as parents, we need to socialize kids. They're not, they don't come to the planet knowing how to say please and thank you. And can I please have a turn with your toy? <laughs> you mm. know, they, they have to learn and they don't know social space. And some kids don't know social clues. They don't get that when someone's looking at them going, you know, that that <laughs> yes. means take two, two steps back. Right? And then that can cause major problems in school. Right. And then now, so now you're not doing well at school. So now you're not learning. Now you're having cognitive deficit deficits. It's like having a social deficit. Crazy psych, and, vicious cycle. And then we say, "You're five. Where are your stresses?" Yes, I, and then well, you're like, "Yeah," and they I'm, can't communicate back to us to say, "Like, if you only knew." Right. Mm. Yeah. So instead, they have a tantrum. And we say, control yourself. Use your will. It, it's 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 the formula doesn't work. You know, it really doesn't work. Um, then the last one is pro-social. And that's that whole, so beautifully done by the Kielberger Foundation, Free the Children, Me to We. From, from me, that egocentric base, to we, which is others' needs and the group's needs are more important than mine. That I will that I will look after you and others more than putting my self-interest first. So yeah, I don't have to always be the line leader. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't need to interrupt. I will let you have a phone conversation without interfering. I can wait till you're off the phone. Um, and we need to teach kids how to... Um, that's a... We have to train them in that instead of getting mad because they weren't born knowing it. So we as parents, those, those five different domains that yes. can be stresses for our kids, we really need to like just think about those, look at them because like you said, for each kid... Yeah, it's so like a it, fingerprint. Totally. So you have to you have to be learn self awareness. Have the child become self aware. You become self aware. Identify what those stressors are. Reduce those stressors. That, okay. And it's and it's teamwork. They're not going to do it alone. They need our help. Well, we need some tips, Allison. Yeah. And we're going to have some tips. So stick around because. This is the stuff that I need to know so I can go home. I can go home. I can practice on the kids um, because it is a huge issue. And I find so much with like my older daughter. I don't know, Sandra, if it's mm-hmm. like you, you know what I mean? Like your boys, uh, one more than the other. But like, I just find that they have these complete meltdowns for what I always am like, oh, no reason. You know what I mean? Like this morning, just getting dressed. So let's uh, let's figure out some some great tips and advice on how we can help our kids get through this and and even stuff just to help ourselves. You're listening to us on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. This is the Parenting Show. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. This is The Parenting Show, and I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. We are talking about emotional regulation, something that I had no idea about before one of our amazing guests, Miss Allison Schaefer, came in to talk to us about. Sandra, are, yes. you, uh, are you like learning a lot about this? Yes, because this is an issue, like every child. Right? Okay. And- I want to know something though, because you have boys. Mm-hmm. I have two girls and a boy. Um, so Marcus is two, and I I don't know. Like Allison is really a, like I know that you said it starts in the womb, but like you know more so I think for my four and six year old girls. Do, do, mm-hmm. I, but do you see the maturation process between two, four, and six? Yes. Yeah. 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 And so Sandra, I don't know about your guys, but the girls will lose their crap over like. Like simple things. This morning, you know, um, Liliana was getting dressed and she didn't want to wear something. And it was like, no. 
and she just started wailing and screaming. I was like, oh, Jesus, like, seriously? Yeah. You know, just little things. Or Samantha, do your homework. But I want to watch TV or I want to play or you didn't let me. Like, And then yeah. it becomes like, like this full out, like breaking down, crying, losing it. Mm-hmm. Do the boys, are the boys, is, is it a girl thing? Yeah, it, but like, the older they get. It, and then I want to hear what Allison has to say. Yeah, and I want to know about, the older they, they get, I think that dissipates a bit, doesn't it? Uh, well, I think we all, again, just with time and experience and yeah. maturation, we get a little bit better with our emotions for sure. Um, and learning the skills to yeah. deal with. Maybe? Yeah, but I think mm-hmm. here's where I, you know, there's a socializing piece that can be problematic in that we often will not respond to boys' tears or we'll tell them to suck it up. And whether we okay. say it, society yeah. says the bro code, the male code is don't be vulnerable, um, don't show your weaknesses, mm-hmm. bottle yes. that stuff up inside. And that does not necessarily be the best way to learn about emotional regulation is not deny it, um, mm-hmm. you know, hide it. That's not it. You know, we need to be able to express it in appropriate ways. And melting down because your favorite top is in the laundry and you can't wear it to school today is <laughs> also, you know, so I think as, as a parent to, again, co-regulate, to be able to validate and give words put language to the experience that it turns out that in the brain when we tag language to feelings that's what gives us emotional intelligence so to say it back and say oh so you're really disappointed you really thought you were going to wear the ballerina top and it's all dirty and the way you thought your morning was going to go is not going you're disappointed tag disappointed this is what right so it's not about like I'm just sad glad and mad it's all that disappointment is different than frustrated is different than aggravated is you know different than furious is you know shame embarrassment whatever and we gotta they don't know that language the more names you can give for emotions the bigger their rainbow is the more that they can deal with them so in my case since I've got like they're younger two four and six um, a lot of it is gonna come from me right to them yes so I need to learn how to when they start losing it how to keep myself calm cool collective and not you know, get frustrated and then just lose it because then it's just going to snowball and, yeah. just, so, you know, explode. If we just use the basic concept of um, kind of like the, you know, when I yawn, you yawn. If we're if we take the idea that we're infectious, yes. are you going to let your child be the contagion to make you get upset? Or are you going to be the calm Buddha parent who's going to be contagious to get them to calm down? So oh, I'm saying dear. we need to stay out of reactive mode and just be like, I got you, baby. I got you. It's okay. okay. So it's what? okay. I got you, baby. It's a hard day. It's a but, tough day. But sometimes it's hard to do that. Well, and like, also, I think there's a hey. point where you say, you know what? I'm not going to sit around while you cry. You're allowed to be upset. You have the right to be upset. Here's your stuffy. Here's your blanket. Um, these are things that will calm you. I'm going to go to the kitchen and start breakfast. So we, uh, we also don't want to be overly impressed with tears because girls often realize that if they are emotional, <laughs> that they get a lot of busyness <laughs> from parents because we're trying to emotionally regulate them. So I don't want the, the, the I don't want it to become a second learning that when I'm in a bad mood I get a lot of parental attention so I'm going to keep myself irritated and upset because it rains my parents in there's a thin line you got to walk there so what are maybe some tips um like when we are you know clenching our teeth and like (laughs) oh yeah I really want to scream right now but uh you know so going back to those five domains Right. First thing I'm going to check in is I got to make sure that I get my sleep. I got to make sure that I keep my nutrition up. Right. These are I got to make sure that I do my self-care and I've been out for a run because I need to have the capacity to handle their stuff. 
I gotta. I have to have enough bandwidth to handle their emotionality, okay. right? You gotta so take care self of yourself care, first. You gotta take care of yourself. And then if first. you're in the moment, the gap between the stimulus of a kid losing their crap. Just taking that break, that just making a pause to say there is something between action and reaction. That space, count to ten, three deep breaths. Excuse yourself and say, you know what? Nothing good is coming out of my mouth right now. I'll be back. Just one second. <laughs> you yeah. know, we can step away. We can ask to step away and collect ourselves and come back. And any good activities for the kids to do? Like I know that there's um, the jar. I love, yeah, so there's a glitter jar, which we basically, it's a way of explaining emotionality. So you've got all these big emotions and when we shake the glitter jar, they all spin around and that's how you're feeling. You're feeling anxious and upset and, and distraught and your fingers are probably tingling and your heart's pounding and it's a terrible morning. But if you sit and look at the, the all the glitter, eventually it slows and eventually it stops and that's what happens with your emotion. An emotional event is about four minutes long. You know what? I have not done, have you made that's those cool. with your kids, no. Sandra? No. I think I'm going to do sound, that. Yeah. I think I'm going to do that and then maybe get like their own, like maybe we can go to the dollar store, pick up some of their, like, you know, some different little thing, beads and glitter and stuff to put in it. And then each one of them another, has their own. Another great mm-hmm. one is just that with the breathing, tell them to put a little stuffed animal on their belly, lie down on the ground and make the little teddy bear go up and down. And 10 breaths of the teddy bear going oh. up and down, breathing really does calm our systems. Even against our will, you can still stay mad, but it, it forces you to be calm, those those breaths. So it's just two great examples of things that you can teach kids. How do we move from that stressed, over-aroused state to one that's calmer? And you know what? Now that you just said stuffy, there's one thing that... Uh, my kids got in the summer um, and another uh, friend of the show she's been on the show before um, Michelle Cambolis mm-hmm. she gave my kids these little worry eaters and we'll post it on the Facebook page at facebook.com slash the parenting show but they're these little stuffies they're these little monsters with a zipper on their mouth and the kids will put their little worries in there and zip oh, the mouth shut yeah. and that little so you've given your worries to this little monster to eat <laughs> Isn't that so cute? cute? Okay, well, we've got more. So don't go anywhere because this is good. And we still have a lot more to cover off here on The Parenting Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm here with my real estate friend, Holly Garvey-Penny. What's up with HGP's tips and trends today? Hi, Sandra. Today's tip is update your condo evaluation. Do you know what your condo is worth? Because right now, the condo market is hot. Typically, condos were evaluated every year or two. But with today's hot condo market, if your condo was assessed even three months ago, it's time to have a reassessment. Know what your condo is worth. Call or email me for an evaluation and reassessment. I can help you. So they can reach you at hgp at bosleyrealestate.com or 416-322-8000. Thanks, Sandra. Now, back to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. This is The Parenting Show, and I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. We're talking with Allison Schaefer. She's a author, she's a speaker, she's a family counselor, and Miss Sandra Cruci, our co-host and host of Inside Jokes. So we're talking about emotional regulation, and we've gone through some stresses to look for, some tips and advice on how to deal with it ourselves as parents and how to how our kids can deal with it. Um, but what about in situations that we may not be there, Allison? Like at school. 
Well, you, this is mm. what happens that when you're in sort of nursery school and daycare, people kind of expect you're young and immature. But it's, when you start hitting the classroom where the ratio is one teacher to a group of 28 and they've got one, a child who is dysregulated, the teacher doesn't have time. It's going to start coming up that, hey, you know, maybe there's a diagnosis going on here. Um, they're not functioning in that environment as well. It's a lot different than at home or in a play group. So we start to see a lot of this coming up. And so this is our, again, opportunity to say, well, what is going on there? And it may turn out that this kid has no friends. If you don't have friends, you're going to act out. It could be that there's a hidden learning disability. And so the teacher's talking, mm-hmm. but they, they're, they're dyslexic. They can't figure out what's going on in mm-hmm. the blackboard. And of course, if you're sitting there and you're just thinking to yourself, so I'm dumb, I'm dumb, I'm stupid, I don't have any friends, yeah. the teacher hates me. Of course, you're going to act out with different misbehaviors. So again, rather than just saying to your kid, are you going to be good at school today? It's this is an inappropriate request for them. It's, yeah. it's not in their capacity. So we have to, again, get really curious. Um, you know, there's a wonderful school called the Aerosmith School where they do all these incredible tests. And now they know that you can do like these little computer games that will strengthen certain circuits so that if you do have a, um, a deficit, a cognitive deficit, they can strengthen that that connection oh, that through these so very, cool. very targeted activities. So mm. I think a lot of what That's we've learned really cool. about brain research, or you know, if your kid's behind them, maybe they need a tutor on the side. Or if they have concentration problems, they've got those ear-canceling headphones that they can put on so that they're not distracted by background noise and they can focus on their schoolwork. So instead of getting mad, I think we have to get curious and find, get really specific about what those stressors are, where they're having deficits, and then get an action plan, global action plan. Yeah. So, you know, rather than just throwing our hands up and slapping on a label and medicating and saying enough of that, right? It's like no, well, we got to move let's you. We gotta, we, yeah, let's let's see what else we can get going. And what we here. can do to help them? Yeah, yeah, more play dates if they're having troubles with friendships. See, this is this is why we love you, Allison. Yes. And this Aww. is why we keep bringing you back. Now, like I said, I'm going to take this information and go. <laughs> And around make, and be like, I'm well, did, make, you, did, did, you, did you, know? you know? Well, clearly you're not self-regulating, my darling. <laughs> make it your own. <laughs> okay, so Allison, if people want to learn more about this and, and possibly work with you on, on this, how would they get a hold of you? Where do they find you? I, think the, I know you do workshops. I so. do. Be, probably the best point of contact is my website, alisonshafer.com. Uh, and I do have an upcoming workshop on emotional regulation in a couple of weeks. It's awesome. all, I think it's almost sold out. It might be sold out even now by the time this is going. But um, but I'm, I'm, it's so popular that I am going to do a webinar. So if you sign my e-newsletter list, it will. I'll drop a uh, note into your inbox and let you know when the um, workshop is up for the webinar. And I have another one coming up for teens uh, as oh, well. Good. So And there's just tons of information. I mean, it's, it's a Creative Commons license. I'm just, it's all about little videos and tips and little blogs to help and a great little Google yeah, search and then box. You, you even do, um, for those of you that when you go to Allison's uh, site and check out her Facebook page from there, jump over to her Facebook page, give it a like because she does these fantastic Facebook lives that you can always uh, jump on. It's amazing. From the comfort of your own home, just pop open the computer from your tablet or it's your cell phone. A, it's an open Q&A. Of course, they get archived so you can go back. But if you want to participate live time, I do them once a month. It's always the last Thursday of the month. So just come join me. Bring your questions. Find out. Everybody, everybody's Wait, having the same problem. I, I want to ask Allison. I'm going to say just a couple of words to you. Tide Pod Challenge. Yes. You going nuts on this or what? Yeah, well, it's I, I put up a pod. I put up a, a pod. Not Wait, a tie. I'm, on, on, a, I'm on her website. Sorry, I just cheated. <laughs> I'm lost. What's going on? Did you know that kids are eating these Tide Pods? I know that they're eating yeah, it, but what's teenagers. this challenge? Well, the, the, they're, they're online. Daring. To eat it? Yeah. My, my kids told me about it and at first because it's online, right? Look, see, Viral. Viral yeah. challenge. 
a stupid viral challenge as teens are want to do. And why is the tide not oh pulling it off the oh, shelves? Oh, yeah, because it's they, they've made a huge campaign um, to to oh. for just about awareness. Apparently, they are. Sandra, are they pulling it off? Yes, the shelves? our amazing okay. uh, intern slash assistant uh, Adrian Cooper here just said February first. Okay, good. Oh. I don't know how what took him so long. I didn't realize. I well, knew that I'll tell kids you, my, were popping this, but I didn't well, realize it was. But, but I have. But I have to say, and good for them if they feel that that they need to do that in the in the interest of of society. But can I tell you, the next challenge is going to come up that you're not going to. That's what my whole um, little blog is about. The, the, what is it about these challenges that you just find something dangerous oh, and risk taking? So you, you know, you clean up one, they just move on to the next see, one. Allison so we've got to dig kinds deeper. Of amazing things on we her have to site. Dig so. Deeper. Go to her site, connect with her on all her different social media platforms. And if you are tuning into the show now, missed any of it and want to listen back, you can do so on our podcast. You can find it on 640toronto.com, on iTunes, and uh, we'll also post it on our Facebook page. So go give us some love. Like our Facebook page at, at uh, facebook.com slash The Parenting Show. Thank you so much, Allison, for Thank joining you, us. Thank you, Always so much fun. Thank you. I really appreciate the opportunity to get good information. Well, we love having parents. you. And we love, Thank like, you. Thank you. we love stealing your information and then passing it. Do it. Do <laughs> it, man. Just make the world a better Our place friend. any way you can. And for those of you listening, stick around because Sandra Cruzzi is up next <gasps> with Inside Jokes. We're getting inside him. <laughs> Not those outside jokes. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to The Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.